Hello, deadly people. Welcome to Rising, Thriving, and Vibing podcast. I'm your host, Keisha Tipwin, a digital creator, entrepreneur, and a deadly auntie. This show is about healing, humor, and deadly vibes. Here to rise, thrive, and vibe together. Hello, friends. I'm glad you're back for your weekly dose of deadliness. Okay, so today for recording, I'm chilling out in my living room. I'm too lazy to set up all my stuff in my room. Like, I have my desk here. I have my mic set up for my game stream and my laptop is all set up. So I'm like, hmm, let me just record out here. And if the audio is really bad for next week's episode, I'll be in my room. But, like, everything's all set up. I have my ring light on, too, because I need, like, a brighter light instead of just my main living room light. So that one is on. I got my mic. I got my energy drink. And it's dark outside, and you can just hear the vehicles driving by. So if that's what y'all hear in the background, it's just the cars driving by. What's today's episode about? On today's episode, I'm going to talk about dating as a sober auntie and some things that I learned and this week's Cree theme is commands so stay tuned till the ending segment to find out what Cree word of the week is updates y'all it's been snowing on and off since Friday well we had a snowstorm so lots of snow and bad road conditions Like, it's crazy on how rank it snowed. Just the visibility was so bad, too, on our freeway over here. This this was crazy. Honestly, I'm just loving this weather. Like, the beautiful scenery on it. Like, the the beautiful scenery of it. And my body's just adjusting to the cold. I got my winter gear out. I'm ready for winter. I even have my winter tires on. Actually, I didn't even change them from last season, so that's why they're on. It just puts me in a good mood seeing the snow, and especially like the snowstorm, because, oh, it just looks so nice and beautiful, and just like being outside, enjoying the weather, and it's quiet, like not much people are going to be out when it's a snow, it's, when it's a storm outside, so it's just like quiet and peaceful, just chilling, watching the snowstorm as it goes by, but... Thank you, Mother Nature, for that. Another update is someone gifted me Modern Warfare 2. Like, I was so surprised. I didn't even expect it. It was one of my supporters from TikTok. And damn, I want to give a huge shout out to Chris. You're deadly and thank you for supporting me. So I bought the game over the past weekend and it took like two days to download because of my storage. I had to make room and I had to delete Modern Warfare and Just Dance so I can download Modern Warfare 2 on my PlayStation 4. It's pretty old, my PlayStation 4. It's like an old generation, so it barely has any storage. I I know I need to upgrade soon, soon. Anyway, I gave it a go and I really liked it. I've also been streaming it too, so that's how you know I like it. So I've been streaming it had like a couple hours stream so that was nice i'm giving fortnite a break from the stream and playing more modern warfare because 
that's what some of my supporters like requested so i'd be doing that i do kind of want to play more games like more recently people are asking if i play other games other than fortnite and modern warfare i'm like y'all i just started streaming modern warfare too i will look into it but i do want to eventually play more games it's just i need more storage or i just need to get a new pc soon i'm hoping soon i'll get a new pc i just gotta save up and probably put like lots of hours into work here so i can actually afford a pc but it's been on my mind heavy lately so i think it'll be soon and lastly i met my first deadline for something like i have deadlines each week and this week i met my first one i'm excited to share like the result of it but i can't really share much right now anyways so i met this deadline got it done and it just made me feel real deadly like a deadly businesswoman uh, doing tasks for the week and having shit done and sending them out i'm like damn it really be like that i'm enjoying it I, that's what i was feeling anyways let me move on to my most asked question how are you healing today and if you're a first time listener here, what I mean is, what are you doing to take care of your mental health, either today or from this past week? For me, I'm healing by cutting off friendships or relationships that are toxic. I'm just tired of the toxicness. Like, I just don't have time for games or like my time being wasted. I'm just like, let me just cut it off. It's just easier. I mean, I'll feel my shit and grief from that relationship or friendship, but knowing that it's not good for me, like, it helps me move forward. Also, I'm finally starting to bead. I mentioned it before in, like, how many episodes, but I just never started, and now I am. I'm starting a new project right now. I'm working on a pop socket and it's very therapeutic and peaceful, like to bead. <laughs> and it really does test my patience since like my hands shake, but I'm working through it. It's a work in progress. I can't believe I was holding this off for so long. I did say when I was ready, I would start and here we are. I'm already halfway through this pop socket. I just need uh, probably like a few more hours to it and I'll be done. But it's pretty cool. I like it. Like the more I practice, the more better I get. So I'm excited to start like working on my beadwork in the future. Oh, it's just so exciting. I just have lots of projects on my mind to do and I am doing it. I do eventually do it. So that's pretty cool of me. Like I have my other scrunchies. I'd made scrunchies before. And I'm going to make some more. I have material that I need to get rid of. So I'm going to make some scrunchies out of it. I don't know. Projects are fun. Getting into new things is also fun. And finding what works for me. Lastly, I'm healing by practicing detachment in dating. Like I'm separating how I feel from the outcome I can't control on how a person feels about me, but I can control on how I feel about that person and myself. 
It means that I'm caring enough about others to allow them to learn from their mistakes. I can't control another person. I can only control myself and how I feel, even towards other people. So if a person is going to mistreat me and keep staying in a repetitive pattern and I start to like notice that or recognize it, I'm going to do something about it. I'm going to say my feelings on why this person is mistreating me or why I feel the way I feel. But I can't control on how that person responds to me. They may just say, I don't know, or give a real vague answer. Or maybe they'll just even be detailed. That's how their response is to me. I can't control any of that. Because that's how they feel. And I feel the way I feel. So that's how I'm practicing detachment. Like the more I do it, it's just the more I start to realize. So that's pretty cool. Anyways, let's move on to questions. Or for this episode, it's basically things that I learned. So for this one, I'm going to provide four things that I learned dating as a sober auntie. The first one is know what you want when it comes to dating. Do you want to date someone that drinks or someone that's sober? If you don't mind someone that drinks, let the other person know that you're sober. For me, I tried dating someone who drank, but it just didn't work out. So one night we went out to a bar. He was drinking and we were like with my family and friends. We ended up arguing over something so small that could have been resolved easily. But since he was like intoxicated, the mind was a little bit different there. It's like we couldn't move past it. And we just stayed on that little thing and it just kept continuing the argument. Then like once it kept continuing the argument, he started to bring stuff up from the past because we seen our old drinking group. So he got triggered from there, seeing people there, then starting to bring up stuff that happened in the past. And I'm like, damn, I'd, I don't even want to be here right now. That was going through my mind or even arguing. I'm like, this is pointless. Like we could be doing something else and you just want to argue. But anyways, from that, it was something that I really had to consider if I wanted to date someone that drinks. And I, re- I really did think about it. You know, I gave it a try. And it didn't work out on how I wanted it to work out. So that's when I made that choice to date guys that are sober. So know what you want when it comes to dating. If you're going to be okay with someone drinking or if you're going to be okay with someone being sober. And there's lots of things to consider too if you're going to date someone that drinks. It's all up to you though. Whatever works for you works for you. And when I made that choice to start dating guys that are sober, I thought they would be like healthy. They knew how to deal with their shit. But nope. They're toxic. They ghost. They don't know how to communicate. And how they also cope is by just ignoring people or suppressing 
I I noticed that that's like a pattern with the the guys that I seen that didn't know how to deal with their shit in a sober way. I guess that would be. But I'm like, damn, y'all are so toxic out here. Not communicating and shit. I really be trying to tell them that it's possible to heal and to work on their emotional and availability. <laughs> That's how I used to be. And once I became aware, I started working on my shit. And that's what I see some people lack is their awareness. Anyways. Number two. Lots of people are going to ask why you quit. Well, for me, people kept asking on why I quit. Like I'd even get comments saying that I'm trying to act better than them. I'm like, what the heck? I was just shook because that was the first I heard someone say that to me. Anyway, when I get asked why, I just respond with, I'm taking care of my unhealed trauma in a healthy way. That pretty much sums it all up. Like, I don't want to explain a lot, and it just pretty much explains why. So not sharing too much, but just enough to share. Because I can go into detail about why, but sometimes I just don't need to share as much as I don't want. Because, you know, I'm in control of my shit. Number three. I learned that there's other things you can do instead of going to a bar to hang out. When I used to drink, going to the bar, going for a drink is what I used to do. But now that I don't drink, I gotta find other sober people ways to go on dates. So for me, the first year of no alcohol was hella hard. I couldn't even be around alcohol Like, the temptations were so real. I wasn't really talking to anyone during that time, too, so which was good. I was just grieving my snag relationship that I was in for a year or so. So I was feeling my shit for that one year. It was crazy that one year. But I made it through. I pulled through. So now that, like, I'm ready to date, some things that I've done so far are bowling i went to a movie go for walks by the river only like on nice days though when it's the winter time and you're like a winter person i feel like it's okay but if the person's not a winter person don't do it Ooh, one of my main things i like doing is trying different restaurants and that's what i did i like doing that still Trying different restaurants or trying different food with another person and just like exploring your tastes. That one's also fun. Ooh, one date that I went on before is we cooked together. And that one was pretty fun. That's like an intimate thing to do with another person. It's cooking together because you get to learn from each other. You get to see how each other cooks and all that good stuff. So that one was fun. Anyways, I just explore and see what works for me. And that's what I'm doing right now. Even another date, I even went paintballing with someone. That one was also fun and different to go on, especially like for a first date. I don't know. I like exploring and trying new things. That's what brings that spark into my dating life. Everyone is different, but that's what I choose to do. Number four, the last one. 
This is one of the things that I learned. Once you become aware of yourself, like why you do certain things and how trauma affects you in adulthood, you start to see unhealthy patterns and habits you hold and other people hold. It's just up to you if you want to put yourself through a situation, you know how the outcome will be. See, for me, I need to learn my lesson like five times before I know this person is no good for me. And then I'll cut it off. Before, it took me like 50 times. But it was always so hard to leave out of something that's toxic. Because that's what I was used to. And when I did stay, it was just toxicness. It's crazy and like how toxic I used to be. But then that's just like all my unhealed wounds. Anyways, awareness is key. I be out here knowing I'm going to get hurt when I see toxic patterns. But I'm learning. I'm living. I'm getting through it. All right, let's move on to Cree word of the week. For this week's Cree theme is commands. So let me shake up the jar. Open it. All right, what is the Cree word going to be for this week? Oh, okay, I got one. Today's Cree word of the week is... Meta women. Meta women. Meta women. Play with me. Correct me if I'm wrong, but Meta women is Cree word of the week. Thank you all for listening. Thank you all for being here. I will catch you all on the next episode. Thank you to those that listen. I appreciate you all. If you want to stay updated, please give a follow at Rising, Thriving, and Vibing Podcast on Instagram, TikTok, and Facebook. Stay deadly, and I'll catch you all on the next episode.